This is the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. We hope that you find it encouraging, motivational, and beneficial to you in your day-to-day walk. For all your Prove Yourself Right needs, please follow us on all social media platforms. Also become a subscriber through ACAST, which you can find in a link in our descriptions and our bios through our social medias. Thank you for your time. Thank you for supporting the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to another episode of the Prove Yourself Right podcast. And I'm your host, Jonathan Rose. And I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Shay. How you doing, Shay? I'm doing great. Excited to be here. All right. So we bring y'all a message to my younger self, part two. Part so, two. So we got two more uh, topics that we want to disclose to our younger selves. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to let Shayna open it up with the first one. Anyways, though, before we get into all that, how you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm solid, man. Mental solid. Feeling good. Looking good. We've been, we've been hitting the gym this week, man. I don't know. I don't know. I'm starting to see them cuts. Well, yeah, I want to see them y'all cuts. Y'all looking like some. I'm trying to keep up. That's doing good. it, but I'm trying to keep yeah, up. Yeah, we have some good, good stuff lined up this week, man. Yeah. Pass it along to my people. If anybody looking for a little workout, man, holla at your boy. I got you. Just know that you're up for some challenges. Oh, yeah. It ain't supposed to be easy. Shout out to my auntie and all them people out there really grinding it out, man. Look, I see y'all. Keep going. Keep grinding. All right, let's get into this. All right, so started off with a message to my younger self about God and spirituality. A message to my younger self about God and spirituality. So I was raised in a Christian household. Mm-hmm. Uh, my father is Seventh-day Adventist, um, and the majority of his the family also Seventh-day Adventist. But all that to say, I was raised around prayer meetings mm-hmm. and prayer and knowing scripture and you know, being taught that you recite scripture whenever you're going through a moment, right. scared, you say the Lord, the name of Jesus, all these things, right? Mm-hmm. And I think today I can say I'm so thankful for all of that because I do think one thing I'd say to my younger self is to never underestimate mm-hmm. the value of having a strong spiritual relationship with God. Like just being ten toes down on that. Like if for nothing else, and there aren't any other uh, non-negotiables, I think that should have always been my standing non-negotiable. And I mm-hmm. think if at least starting with that, a lot of the poor relationships that I found myself in, a lot of a lot of the poor scenarios that I found myself in, I think you know I would have detoured elsewhere, and it wouldn't have gone the way that I think that it would have gone, the way that it had gone. Um, so I think that I think it's just to never underestimate my relationship with God, not just the one that people tell me about, not just the one my mother tells me about and all those things, but really what it means for me and what that relationship looks like for me, you can know? You, can you dive into that thing in like two things, three things? That- Absolutely. So for me, I think prayer looked like one thing mm-hmm. growing up. Prayer looked like, you know, on your knees, mm-hmm. hands, and or maybe even in bed, but it was very... At a certain moment, mm-hmm. it was always in like peace and quiet. It was always when I was alone. Like it looked like one thing, yeah. and I and I think prayer was something that I did just as a request. Mm-hmm. You know, I think today where I'm at, I be talking to God all the time, <laughs> all the time. But there'll be something that happens that I'm having a hard time with, and if I'm not coming straight to you with it, I'm having a conversation with God. Yeah. You know, like He's become my confidant. He's become. 
my father, you know, like that is a relationship that I take very seriously now. And it's a relationship that for the first time in my life, for various reasons, mm -hmm. it feels fluid. It doesn't feel forced. It doesn't feel weird. It doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like something I'm obligated to do. It doesn't gotcha. feel like a transaction. It doesn't feel like if I do this, then this. Yeah. It feels like, it feels like my fuel. It feels like the thing that I need to do to start my day. I do it first thing in the morning. If I'm doing yoga that day, in my Shavasana, I am praying to God. That's where my head's at. Mm -hmm. Just driving, like in every aspect, you know, like even when I look at you in the mornings, I just, I thank him. I don't, I wasn't there when I was younger and I think I underestimated it and I think I was living off a really thin lifeline and yeah. thank God the prayers of my mother and her close friends and the prayers of my grandparents and things of that nature. But I think that I didn't know how much I needed it. And now that I have it, mm -hmm. and now that I'm consistently and always building on it, I sometimes like laugh and wonder how I ever made it. And like I said, divine parent is a real thing. I know mm -hmm. that it came out of nowhere and y'all trying to be like, what that got to do with this? Because everything you said you got in you has rubbed off on me and it helped me along my spiritual journey as well. Just like you just talked about speaking to God with intention and having an intent and purposeful and realistic relationship when you mm -hmm. speak to them. Don't just pray just to pray. Mm -hmm. uh, in certain situations, just pray. Like you said, now it's just your fuel. Mm -hmm. When you pray and you don't even know what's going on, you just feeling a little funny, you just throw a prayer up there. That's your shoulder to lean on. you like, man, I ain't got to hold all this tension in. And mm -hmm. It took me a long time to do that. Like I said, I was a situational prayer and I felt like they get answered just like any other, but the... When it's not when the, you don't have real intent from the heart, it's almost like uh, false confidence or um, yeah, yeah, like you like wishing, yeah, not yeah. so much that like you know what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. Down. You, you ain't go all the way in a hundred percent. You yeah. you felt like hey, if I say this, then that's I'm at sixty. That's my other forty. Uh -huh. Nah, I don't go yeah, like, I get You it. didn't really go to hundred percent. Mm -hmm. So that's my breakdown of it. And um, I appreciate that you said that because like I said, when I got with you. We learn that words are powerful and mm -hmm. things of that nature. So when I will pray around you, you would even correct me after the prayer. I'd be like, baby, you said a lot of words to mm -hmm. <laughs> when you could have said a little bit. She was like, just say directly what you mean. And, and God understands that. He can take that without understanding that you're not selfish. Because yeah. I, I, I don't like making intentional prayer sometimes because it feels selfish. But mm -hmm. that's how you pray with intent. Sometimes it's going to sound selfish, but God understands your heart. So you don't have to always Absolutely. think with a human ear. Mm -hmm. So, man. Thank you on that. So I'm going to go and drop mine real quick. I just yeah. went into it a little bit. A message to my younger self about God and spirituality. Mm -hmm. uh, big hitter for me is, for one, understand scripture mm -hmm. in your own in your own um, translation. Yeah. It don't have to sound and, and come out like everybody else's. It don't have to sound like the people in church or anybody else. However you interpret it and however you um, reciprocate it is your way. Mm -hmm. uh, as long as you understand the details. And yeah. That's my, my part about my spirituality. And God, my my take on God is kind of similar to my take on faith. If you gonna trust him, trust him. 100%. But if, if you're gonna play in between, don't wonder why your mind is at turmoil and you can't, mm -hmm. you can't be at ease because it's just one of the things. Like I said, faith, I, I've i been in and out of it. I, sometimes I will, sometimes I'm solid, sometimes I'm, and I try, like I told y'all a minute ago, situational. I need to stop being so situational because it's, 
it's a cycle that only I can break and it's only suffering because I'm looking at it as suffering because my, my good times when I trusted my faith, it happened just how it was going to happen. The times I suffered and withered in it, it still happened, but I just suffered and withered with it. So I'm basically just telling you to pick the good side, leave the bad stuff alone. Mm-hmm. And when you're young, like I told y'all, Shay, you told your side how you grew up. I grew up just going to church. Mm-hmm. Just going, just going, just going. Like I said, I was picking up a little knowledge here, but I wasn't, I was listening. I wasn't understanding. I wasn't learning. I wasn't soaking it in. I was just, like I said, I heard you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what I say? I don't know, but I heard you. Okay, you said something. So I can interpret that, but I don't know what I was taking in. So I finally started listening for myself. And like I said, then you can start to apply it to your life because now the narrator knows the story that's going on. He just reads words. He has you know the story before it unfolds. So now you can give yourself some helping hands and some guidance. So yeah. I think those are great because I feel like you used to hit on something that I that I definitely would say to my younger self too about mm-hmm. being able to understand scripture because I think it makes it practical. Mm-hmm. You know, there are things in scripture that I understand now that had I really understood then, younger, I would have moved different. Because because you know? I used to think of it's just holy people talking. I don't know what that yeah. meant to me, but it was just like mm-hmm. church talk. I was like, that's just church talk. Like it didn't apply once I left out church. Exactly. Yeah, like it just was like it, you almost didn't see the full picture yeah. you know and i think a lot of scripture gives you the full picture for how to have strong faith you know to be reminded of how god does great things and how he does them you know what i mean that like there's so many elements to it that you know you when you are older and can understand you're mm-hmm. like wow this would have been i could have applied this in my life at any stage at any age right right mm-hmm. right a message to my younger self Ooh, mm-hmm. that was a good one that was a great one i like that one a lot I like this last one. This grand finale right here, y'all. Buckle up for this one. A message to my younger self about my parents. Mm -mm. Listen, listen, listen. I'm going to strike it off like this. (laughs) Young man. Young J. Rose. Listen, your parents are people too. Yeah. In the simplest sense. And Mm -hmm. just back back in the day. And for kids, any kids in... Um time right now just hear this don't don't take it hard like i said you you never gonna figure out adult stuff to you and don't talk but what i'm saying what i'm trying to tell my younger self is have some understanding be, yeah. be compassionate because you ain't the one working for all that that you asking for mm-hmm. in the smallest sense mm-hmm. like i say we get older and we still but just in the smallest kid term lamest term i can give you come on now all that you getting is because your parents work hard love you and do that it ain't it ain't no handout. They they you're, you're their responsibility, and they love you for for what they brought you into this world for. So they care for you. That's why they do that. Don't think it's no obligation. Because I'm telling you, some people out here that they had you that's and, right. and left some left some kids where they at. Now I don't yeah, know what I'm talking about it, but like I said, so respect your parents, especially the ones that birthed you, and then respect the you got to have a little utmost respect for somebody they birthed you that'll take you under their wing as mm-hmm. a. Uh, as a child, so I just want to unpack all of that before I go into this because it's a lot of respect that needs to be given to people that care for people up until they get become adults, and then when they become adults, they treat these people like they were the ones that kept you stable in a yeah. sense. And like I said, I'm going to unpack a lot because they ain't perfect. So some of us holding grudges because they weren't perfect, but nobody had perfect parents. I'm gonna let you know now. Nobody's mine a perfect, perfect human. Nobody's a perfect human. Yeah. And. I held some crazy grudges. I'm just going to school mad, young man mad, and kind of went through my early adult stages just nitpicking on stuff that didn't need to be nitpicked on. I was like, man, he human. And mm-hmm. me, I'm, I'm going to have kids later in life. So my dad had me earlier. At least I know all this now. Mm-hmm. I, ain't, I ain't going to go through all this. 
And all my dad told me was like, man, listen, I was, he was the first. Come on now, G, give me a little grace, love. Yeah. And I did real, real good. And I was like, you did, my man. I ain't really got no yeah. complaints. Now that I'm not holding grudges on stuff that wasn't little kid business. Mm -hmm. <laughs> some mm -hmm. stuff ain't your business and some stuff you ain't gonna understand until later on until you get a dynamic of a relationship, which I'm in now. I, I see it before even kids. I see what they was going through when I was on my way to come up out of there. I was like, ooh, we get hectic, don't it? So Yeah, 100%. Once you get here, make sure you understand your parents are human and <laughs> that's just it. They make mistakes. They, As they're trying to keep you up, they're trying to keep themselves up as well. But like I said, it ain't for y'all to break down like that, but I'm just trying to just get some compassion mm -hmm. and hardworking parents because it's a lot of parents that give up and then you be like, oh, he a deadbeat. He only a deadbeat because... He got beaten the ground earlier than he was prepared to take on the challenge. And then the person that he was taking on the challenge for didn't even give him a, a, a little grace of taking on the world. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so come on now, give your parents a pat on the back like they pat you on the back, man. Mm -hmm. In the smallest sense. That was good, mom. Thank you, mom. Thank you, dad. <laughs> that's a start. And then you'll start to develop a, a respect for him as you get older. So that's, that's my take. I like that. So I think yours really shines light on the fact that everyone's doing their best. Mm -hmm. Or everyone's at least trying to do the best that they can. So I really, I really like that. That was a good one. Um, I think what I would say to my younger self about my parents is that God handpicked them just for me. You know, they, growing up, I just felt like they were up against me and hmm. somehow made my friends have my back more. I just, hmm. I just didn't get it. You know, I didn't, I didn't really, like you say, said, have compassion. Uh -huh. And now I can say, my dad can attest to it. You can attest to it. Mm -hmm. I call my mom five, seven, ten times a day. Mm -hmm. You know, like that. She is in my corner, you know, and my father's also in my corner. And when we're younger and we we lack the ability to compartmentalize <laughs> and have compassion, like you said, I think it's just so easy to lose sight of that. Everything your mama did, she was trying to keep you from living your best life. Why is she holding me back? Like you this? know, like it's just wild to think that there are people who do want your best interests at heart and they're not too far away. And I say that recognizing, like you said, like not everybody has those dynamics with their parents and not everybody has those relationships with their parents. And I recognize mm -hmm. how fortunate we both are. And we 100%. often talk about that, that, that we don't take that for granted. But even in that, right? Like not to take that for granted for real because those are the relationships that are absolutely unmatched and the relationships that got him picked mm -hmm. and he did it intentionally like he does with everything so it's like in retrospect there are things my mother said and she was right <laughs> every time but that, in, in the moment we'd be like okay you know this is what love feel like i don't want it exactly, i see how you're trying to uh, exactly you don't care and there are things that my father have said that i still say to this day <laughs> as models for my life so it's just and standards for character yeah. and the kind of person i want to be you know and examples that they've led of what kind of partner I want and finding you Jonathan and seeing you guys really bond and my mother you know being an example as a wife mm -hmm. as a sister as a daughter all of it so I just feel like the message to my younger self is that God handpicked your parents and if I knew that and kept that in perspective I think I wouldn't have been so much trouble and 100%. so just the tantrums and all the extra stuff and just mean when I didn't know any better you know I think that they really they really did the best that they could. And I'm really grateful like to God and to them. And even just seeing how they welcome and love Jonathan. And, and you know, he's a part of our family. 
all that. It's just, it's beautiful to sit back and just know that God's got something planned for you and watching it unfold. There's something about that that you just, you know, it's unmatched. 100%. So. I appreciate your father for embracing me, how he embraced me, and our relationship has grown over mm-hmm. the last couple of years. It's, it's nice to see, like I said, it's, it was new for me. And a sense of, like I said, I've, I've met fathers of people I've talked to before, but like this was different in the sense of how we did it. Mm-hmm. Um, I needed you to be around me at a time that they didn't understand, like, where you just met this guy, he what, he got this going on, that going on, and you, and you finna do what? Like, <laughs> And I couldn't even speak for myself because I was like, man, look, I'm I'm down right now. I can't even say it how I want to say it. I don't want them to see me like that. I'm going to need you to explain this to these mm-hmm. people. And blah, they blah. But as I got back to myself and I could get out there and express myself, I got straight to it. Yeah. Like I said, the first thing I did, a big gesture. He, he told me he needs the grass cut. I was like, we got a lawnmower and everything. But I pull up over there tomorrow evening. Do that. Never met him. I was like, you just tell him. Like, uh, got that done for him. Tell him, let me know if he need anything. Uh, and we hadn't even, I hadn't broke ice with him yet. Like, I'm yeah. just working through you because I know what it is when a man comes to take a man's daughter, just like I'm going to do somebody when they, somebody try to take my sister's hand. And so on and so forth with my, if I have daughters. And I just felt like that gesture alone was development as a man from, yeah. now I'm going to get back to my parents, Charles Rose. He built me stronger than I believed he really was doing it with a purpose. I didn't think it had a purpose back in the day. Yeah, you didn't know you were going to apply man, it like you've listen, been applying I said, it. I said, man, I don't know. I'm not disappointed this man. I hurt this man. I like, man, listen, I don't know if this man care, <laughs> don't care. And he just loved you. And he just loved me because he never changed. As a, It's just my mentality of him changed as I was doing things. I was like, man, if I was you, bro, I would have big kicked me to the curb. Kick him to the curb, <laughs> man. He ain't going to get right, I promise you. And he was just an example because... Like I said, we didn't have a real relationship up until like, I'll give it four years ago. We we start opening up about real life things. Like we talk, talk now. Like mm-hmm. that's my, that's my, that's my dad. I respect my father, but that's my dog too. Mm-hmm. Real talk. So, but we ain't had that. So what I'm telling my young self, you needed that a little bit earlier because I was holding grudges on stuff. Like I said, but. Lack of understanding. Yeah, lack of understanding. But I would have been able to empathize with him if I would just. Had a conversation. Yeah, just mm-hmm. sat back and just heard him out. I was like, nah, I seen you. I ain't hearing nothing you saying because I don't want to hear that. <laughs> but at the end of the day, that's how kids get emotional. Like I said, grown folks is grown folks, and you'll never understand that. But now as an adult, and we got to unpack it together, and then I got to hear his side from back then to how our relationship is now. Can't have nothing but respect for a man like that. <laughs> And more importantly, if I may, you are very similar to your father. And I say that in a great way. I think your father is awesome. Mm -hmm. You already know how I feel about your father. So Mm -hmm. I think he is just an exceptional man. I think he is super charismatic, super easy to talk to, like super intelligent and like driven. And there's so much of him that I see in you. And even hearing how the two of you talk to one another, it excites me because I just, I pray that, you know, it's exactly like that when we have sons and in the same way because he's led by example in a very great way. He, he, he built me right, man. He made me up right. And he, he instilled the right things in me whether I was going to listen or not. He was like, but in, in due time, it'll, it'll come around where you'll mm-hmm. understand it. But he was like, right now, you don't got a choice but to understand that and you'll figure it out along the way. And that's how you got to do your kids sometimes. Yeah. It ain't forced. It's just Make sure you understand it's this way because later in life when you want to come back this way out, you're going to be like, okay, daddy and mama was right. Mm-hmm. They, wasn't, they wasn't trying to stop me from fun. They weren't trying to 
keep me in the bubble. They was like, trying if to you, protect if you. If you gonna go out there, know this. Exactly. That's all I wanted you to do. And um, like I said, I appreciate that. And I, I want to pick it back on this because I know you got an adopted sister. If they ain't your biological parents and they go all out for you and the relationship is good and, and kids old enough to understand that way. And some parents, even biological ones move funny. Okay, I'm not talking about them, but the ones that stick with you might be your auntie. Whatever adult figure in your life do you right, please give them the respect of just trying your best. Yeah. And in the smallest sense, they get you a job, a job, don't get fired from the job for they sake. If they put like like some people go out of their way, and as kids, we don't get like I like I said earlier to start this off. Everything you got, unless you've been working since day one, that somebody took care of you. I'm sorry, yeah. mm -hmm. you ain't come out uh, at three years old working a nine to five. Somebody had to put some clothes in that back, and somebody had to cater to you. So somebody did something. You gotta have respect for some adult in your life because it's a lot of adults out here that never respected adult figure when they were young and our world is going crazy because of it. Yeah, for sure. And we already got kids that's out here, man, I'll go in here and do what I want to do because why? You upset? Who told you to do that? Grand Theft Auto told you you can do that? That's a video game. Call of Duty told you you can run out and parachute off a building and get in here. So like I said, it comes back to parents and people. Because like I said, y'all, I'm building mine strong, tough, and everything. Like I said, my daddy never told me to go out there and bully nobody, but he's like, you never get bullied either. Handle, handle both situations how you handle both situations because it's a right and a wrong, a wrong way in both. That's all I'm asking that we continue to instill in our youth. And any youth I influence through football, through my voice, through friends, if, if I interact with your kids, all my friends know this. Kids love Rose because like I said, while you're a kid, you should... Fellowship and being a kid, shouldn't, life shouldn't move faster than, it, than it's supposed to. And as parents, and I'm a future parent, we got to know this, man. Stop trying to move our kids so fast. You don't want them to be at that life. It's going to get there, and they're going to have to handle it. Don't make them handle it earlier than they got to handle it. And like I said, appreciate Charles and Felicia Rose. Yeah, shout out to Felicia Rose because she is a dream. And I yeah, really, I really... I know I was just talking about pops. Fathers yeah. are coming up too, y'all. So, mm -hmm. hey, do y'all father some good justice. But mama, I, you know I love you. You know what it yeah, is. Yeah, I had to just say that. Yeah. Uh, Sephar, Roby, love y'all too, man. Beautiful daughter y'all got here. Smart, independent woman right here. She can think for herself, do for herself, but she understand partnership is what she want to be. Appreciate Same that, thing man. as me. Like I said, man, ain't nobody out here trying to check nobody or take, uh, be higher on the pedestal than nobody, man. If you with somebody, embrace your partner. Let your partner embrace you, man. Y'all embrace each other. And also, when y'all out here to the world, y'all lift each other up and don't be side-talking each other. It's a whole lot of things that go into a healthy relationship besides the Instagram and Facebook. I don't care that y'all holding hands on there. What y'all doing behind the scenes? And more importantly, the message to the younger self is really just to get you guys thinking about some things that you say to, young, to your younger selves and kind of unpacking the things that we've been through, you know? I, I think that's what helped us when we did these, you know? We started with um, passion and career, then we did friendship. Check out part one if you haven't already. And this here was just about God, spirituality, and parents. So think about what you'd say to your younger self because I really like this, babe. I thought this was good. It was dope. We're going to come up with different little ideas and topics along the way to keep y'all intrigued and keep For the sure. mind going. So stay tuned for those. Listen, you don't have to prove anything to anyone, but you will always have to prove everything to yourself. God bless y'all. God bless. Happy Father's Day as well.